Hello and welcome to the show. Before we begin, apologies, I still have a cold, just in case there's any uh, sniffling and coughing um, in the recording. So just bear with me. Um, I'm feeling a lot better, so I think in a few days, maybe about uh, three or four days, hopefully, I should be back to my usual self and we should be able to have um, recordings without the sniffing and uh, all the nasal sounds and all of that. So today, um, I'd like to look at staffing issues, which a couple of us face from time to time. Well, I don't have members of staff per se, because I work with um, subcontractors. I, if there's anything that needs to be done in my business, I, um, I just uh, contracted out to other parties. My video guy, he has a dedicated video crew, so he has staff on payroll that he has to pay every month. And then uh, my friend, who was um, Laura Michael Smith, who was one of the folks who encouraged me to start this podcast. She also has um, staff on payroll. So there's some people um, in the business who have staff on payroll, and then there are others who prefer to uh, contract out um, work or whenever things get um, too busy. But be that as it may, this is one problem that we all face. So we decide that we're going to get a subcontractor or we're going to get permanent staff, contract staff, or whatever it is. And then um, eventually the time comes um, that we have to let someone go. Now, this is not the podcast episode to discuss what are the uh, violations and what are the things, the unprofessional conduct that someone should be guilty of before you let them go. But uh, this is just an earnest plea, if I can put it that way, that sometimes we should consider that even though the working relationship um, hasn't been too smooth, sometimes there are some people who are worth keeping on, uh, trying to, worth keeping on and then trying to educate them and trying to polish out the rough edges because they're going to be an asset to the business over the long term. And this is why. Because in the business, not everybody has an appreciation of the fact that we all have to sell and that selling is the most important thing that we do. Because I've said time and time on the podcast that nothing happens until a sale is made. If you guys don't make sales, you can't pay salaries. If you guys don't make sales, you can't pay school fees. If you don't make sales, you can't buy fuel, you can't buy computers, you can't buy cameras, you um, you can't go to wedding expos, uh, um, whatever it is that you need to do, you can't, nothing is going to get done until a sale is made. <clears throat> so excuse me. Now, not all our staff members or our contractors um, realize this, that selling should be a team effort. And so uh, sales, selling, marketing shouldn't just be relegated to uh, the top dog, you know, the person whose name is on the business. So if you're uh, Kemi, uh, Adegunjo, you know, uh, wedding planners, NLC, or whatever, not uh, all our staff members don't realize that selling and marketing shouldn't just be left to Kemi alone, because if we're all selling and pulling um, our effort together, then the the share of the cake, or no, rather, what's it called? The share of the pie? Okay, yeah, the pie. I think that's what people... That's the metaphor that people usually use. Although in Nigeria, we talk of the national cake. So the bigger the cake gets, the bigger the pie gets, and the more that we have um, to share amongst ourselves. That's if you run that um, kind of outfit, you know, um, giving people... <coughs> excuse me. <coughs> excuse me. So that's if you run your business that way, you know, giving people extra commissions, giving them bonuses, giving uh, things like that just to encourage people. So... Um, yeah, it's hard enough running a business where people fail to appreciate the importance of sales, selling, and marketing. 
Now, the thing is, there are a couple of us who have um, staff members, partners, and associates who are supposed to be responsible for marketing. Like my video guy who has um, some of the core members that he has engaged precisely for that purpose so that they can go out, do marketing, uh, make proposals, presentations, stuff like that. Because he does a lot of corporate work and uh, work with um, ministries and parastatals. So, even for those folks who have been engaged for the express purpose of marketing and selling, I mean, even those people don't want to sell. They don't want to go out, they don't want to talk to people, uh, things like that. So, given that these are the challenges that a lot of us face when it comes to um, sales and marketing, promoting ourselves, promoting our businesses, it is a rare thing when we come across someone who, even though he's a member of our team, and his role or her role is not a sales or marketing or outward facing one. It's a rare thing when we have that person who makes it their duty or who just, who makes it their duty to sell or who just likes the game of selling and bringing people in through the door. And I think that these are the kind of um, employees, associates, subcontractors, um, whatever it is that you want to call them. These are the sorts of people that we ought to keep um, within the business because they can be an asset. Now, there are going to be some times, like I said, that there's going to be conflict and you feel like you have to let somebody go for different reasons, whether it's timekeeping, dress, um, what else, failure to follow uh, company um, policies and protocols, things like that. But I think that when you have one of these rare people um, who happens to be in the offending camp, I mean, depending on how big the offense is, I really think that these are the people who are worth keeping and they can add uh, value to your business over the long term. Assuming you can keep them on board, you guys can reconcile and you can help polish them up so that they can fit into uh, the molds, the work processes and the brand that you're trying to establish with your company. Now this is the reason why I think so. A friend of mine who, who does my fulfilling, um, so my photo books, my frames, anything that needs to be done, I make it through his business. He had a member of staff that had been with him for a while. They both worked together at another company. When that one closed, they uh, moved over. And so they've been together for a while. And this other guy, um, let's just call him Femi, he's really good and he's real personable, lots of conversations, things like that, with um, all the other photographers who come through the door and with um, clients. And I noticed that he has the gift of gab and he's always trying to um, push, promote, um, pull people in, um, keep them within the system and I think that he's a really valuable asset because people like that um, you don't have lots of folks like that within your your business I'm sure uh, those of you listening to me right now can attest to that that let's say you have a team of five you know I doubt you have one person who meets the bill that I have just spoken about right now now this person is not an owner in the company he's not a part owner he's not your family member he's not your uh, spouse um, you guys are not in a relationship um, whatever it is, but this person, this guy, or this girl just likes selling, likes promoting, and they keep trying to bring people in through the door. They keep in touch. Um, how far? What's up? Um, what are you guys up to? We haven't seen you in a while. These are the new products that we have, things like that. Now, since I've been on the receiving end of um, this guy's, um, I can't remember the name I came up with. Okay, let's just call him Femi. So since I've been on the receiving end of um, uh, Femi's um, entreaties, I know what a valuable staff member that he is because I was able to know about this current business that I'm doing, um, this current um, outfit that I'm doing business with for my fulfillment for albums and everything, precisely because each time Femi has to move, 
he says, you know, he reaches out and says, hey, what's up? This is where I am now. Why don't you come uh, check us out, blah, 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 and things like that. So that's how I got to know about this outfit. And when I got there and I saw lots of um, the usual faces, that's from the old business over there. It kind of made sense. I just knew that, oh, Femi, Femi was the one that was responsible for bringing these people in. Now, I know that Femi and the owner, they had some issues. I think it had to do with uh, timekeeping and things like that because Femi happened to be going through um, a rough period at home and he needed some flexible, um, he needed some accommodations made, you know, time-wise so that he could deal with um, stuff on the home front and he was very open about that. But I also understand from the business owner's perspective that, you know, look, I'm running a tight ship here. Uh, I can't make exceptions for you because then I have to start making exceptions for people, stuff like that, and then uh, they let him go. And of course, I told the business owner that, look, I think this guy is your prime staff. Yes, his job is design, and it's nice. It would be nice for all your designers to be here at 7.30 sharp or at 8.30 sharp because um, you have a business to run, and photographers rely on that kind of service, you know, for design people and editing people to show up on time and get the work done. But I tried to say that Femi's chief value was not just in the fact that he's, he, he's a designer. It's his people's skills and his sales skills. He's always reaching out, being proactive to photographers. Hey, what's up? We haven't seen you guys in a while. Uh, what was the problem? Or oh, was this the issue that you had? Hey, no problem. Come on in. Let's have a conversation. We can sort this out. You know, I'll call Oga Kunle. You know, we'll sit down. I'm sure we can resolve this. And so he's been responsible for doing uh stuff like that um like in my own case reaching out to me what's up how you did um you know we're no longer at this address anymore this is where we're at and we have uh these new kinds of books we have these new kinds of frames so don't you want you come in and have a look so he's really good at doing these sorts of things so my argument at the time was yes you guys are having this issue right now around timing and things like that and i understand as a business owner you have to set um fair standards that apply to everyone but this guy's chief value is not the fact that he knows how to do high-frequency retouching and that he knows how to do album design and that um, he knows the right aspect ratios for frames or how videos should be edited and stuff like that. He's bringing immense value to the business outside of the core technical thing that you've hired him for. Now, of course, you know, that's what I told the owner, left it at that, and uh, I didn't think much of anything. Of course, needless to say, they never reconciled, and so... Um, uh, Kunle and Femi, not their real names, you know, how parted ways. But then, I remembered this and decided to make this podcast recording because, as usual, I received a WhatsApp message and another conversation ensued, and the format was the same. Hey, boss, what's up? How you doing? You know, sorry I've not been in touch. Your things were a little rough, but I found my footing. This is where I am. I think they're a really cool outfit. They have nice stuff, you know. Why don't you stop by? Let's have a look. Uh, I'll talk to management. Let's see if we can work out something special for you. You know, like how um, how you like doing your stuff. And that's the outreach. And that's the chief benefit of having folks like Femi on board. Because um, it just seems to be in their blood. Not everybody likes selling or promoting. And so I think when you have a diamond like that, a part of your team, I think you should see what you can do. See how you can reconcile the differences, keep the person on board, because they're going to derive more value to you over the long term. So I've seen this dude, um, Femi, not his real name, do this across uh, three or four businesses right now. And um, if you happen to have someone like that, I really think you should consider consider 
try and see how you can keep the person on the team you know this guy or this girl because these folks they're rare and the people that you're going to be paying to do your sales to do your marketing whether it's running instagram ads mm -hmm. and things like that they're not going to be as good as evangelists as folks like this femi guy um is and so uh yeah so that's what inspired me to make today's recording uh, he's moved he's in a new outfit he's reached out to me i don't think i'm going to move because i'm comfortable with the old business now and um i'm not trying to uh, change anything look for new suppliers uh, anytime soon so i'm going to remain where i am but best believe now this is the attitude that femi is also going to carry to this new business and he's also going to be reaching out to other photographers that he's done work with in the past and videographers to say what's up how you guys been yep I've been out because of social and so difficulties, but I'm back in Abuja and um, this is where I am now. And um, won't you come on by? Let's see what uh, we can. Let's see what we can do to you, you know, because uh, you're a career guy. I value your business, and um, why don't you just come along? Let me see how I can help you sort you, uh, help sort you out now that I'm in a new place. You know that that sort of conversation, and that's the guy's um, attitude. And I think he's going to be really stellar if he gets any sales training because. Even these things that he does, you can tell that it's just maybe something he has observed from his folks back at home or something. Maybe he learned it from his dad because uh, I think his, his father was self-employed and he's late now. So maybe he learned from his dad or from his dad's associates. I don't think he has received formalized training. So if this is what he's doing right now with no training, imagine if this kind of person is a member of your team. You keep the person on board. You smooth out the rough edges. If it's the dressing, you tell him, look, family, we can't be dressing like this. This is what I'm trying to project. If it's the time thing, maybe you're able to come up with something flexible like okay i understand that this and this is what's going on at home how much time do you think you need to resolve okay three months okay no problem for the next three months you don't have to come in at 7 30. Uh, you can come in at uh, 10 a.m but instead of leaving at five you know you can leave at six i mean there are ways that you can um work these things out i'm not going to try and determine how it is that you should run your business when you're having issues uh with members of staff but uh I am saying that um, not everybody sells with enthusiasm and not everybody is going to want to pick up the mantle of uh, sales and marketing. So when you have someone who seems to be doing it already easily without you paying them extra, without you trying to incentivize them, I really think you should keep them on board. Maybe even think about how you can incentivize the person um, to come along um, for the ride. So, uh, yeah, that's it for today's recording. I'll catch you guys at the next episode. Thank you very much for your time and attention.